Welcome back to Build the Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams podcast. I'm Carol Clark, your host, and we are getting into some nitty gritty today. It is week three in our focus on adding additional revenue streams into your practice. And so we started out with an opportunity audit, then we looked at different options that might be appropriate. And today we're actually talking about how do you successfully implement a new revenue stream in your practice. And sometimes I get teased because I'm so detail oriented and while I like to keep the big picture in mind and your vision, and we're going to get into that a little bit, it is really important to pay attention to the details. So whether it's you or someone in your practice, it really does help streamline this whole process, shorten the time frame for getting a new revenue stream off the ground, and also increase the likelihood of success. So the process I'm going to share with you today, I go into a deeper dive in Bariatric Business Boss, but what I'm going to share with you today, I have implemented over and over and over in our own practice as well as many other practices and everything's different there's nuances in every practice and there's different team members to work with and that sort of thing but the baseline process works and there's seven steps that I'm going to share with you today. So if you've selected a new revenue stream to offer in your practice, here are seven steps to help increase the likelihood of successful implementation and helping to make sure that that ends up being a profitable and worthwhile endeavor for your patients, number one, and also for your team in your practice. So the first thing you want to do is identify the team that's going to be necessary for implementation. And it's best to have someone who's going to take the lead for that because you can't do everything in your practice. One person can't. So it's helpful to have the team involved who are going to be key players and talk to them about this endeavor. It, Like I say, if you identify someone to sort of take the lead and at least identify the, the team members who are going to be involved, that will be really helpful because you also want them involved in the process. You want their buy-in. You want them to understand everything about the new revenue stream and why it's so important. So the first one is involve your team. The second thing is to establish what your desired outcome is with that, as well as what your vision and your goals and expectations are. So if you set this straight from the beginning, whether you uh, have a small team or a larger team, this just helps keep everybody moving in the right path, on the right train track, moving along in the right direction. They want to know what your vision is. They want to know why this is so important. And then it helps them identify the steps to move through. But you want to make sure that you have established outcomes. So for example, how large or small is your retail store going to be? What's your expected revenue? What is all those sorts of things? So you just want to share that from a broad perspective, your expectations, your vision, your goals, and uh, what the desired outcomes are. So that's step number two. The third thing is to create a bit of a budget and projections. So no matter what you're doing, there's probably a little bit of additional cost involved. And so you want to make sure that you outline that. I do recommend always, if you've uh, followed me for very long at all, I do recommend tracking your revenue streams separately so that you can see the profitability of them and see what's most worthwhile uh, and also see where you need to be focusing some effort. So 
we want to establish a budget and projections to make sure that you are well poised for this new endeavor. And then you want to create a detailed implementation plan. This is something that is uh, really important because it helps provide the steps to sort of follow for everybody and keeps everybody on track. It also can provide a great agenda for when you're doing your meetings or whenever you're getting together to, to share uh, where we are or where you are in the progress. So that detailed plan needs to identify what the uh, step is that needs to be done, what's the task, who's responsible for it, and what's the deadline. It's that simple. And so I like to outline them uh, based on if there's different systems involved, but also just base it on chronological order so you can separate it out a few different ways. If you do it in a spreadsheet, you can actually sort it then by team member and all sorts of different things. So it's just a really easy way to do that. We're going to talk about other ways of tracking that too, but you want that task, who's responsible for it, and you want a date for completion to keep everybody moving and knowing what's expected. The fifth step is to create a, a measurement tool, a way to measure the outcomes of whatever it is that you're implementing. So it could be simple, something as simple as a P&L. It could just be uh, some reporting in terms of numbers, uh, numbers of new, whatever it is, new procedures, revenue, new uh, leads, new everything. So you want to make sure you can measure that. What you measure uh, and focus on will actually improve and increase. So that's your fifth step. Your sixth step is to determine a reporting structure and frequency uh, for when they're reporting back. So if you have a team who's implementing a new endeavor, you want to make sure that you can follow through and what's your structure for your reporting mechanism. So if you set up a simple spreadsheet for what needed to be accomplished, then it's a matter of how often are you going to be meeting to see where everyone is on the, the um, identified uh, checklist. You can do this through something as simple as a spreadsheet. You can do it through a shared document. You can do it through uh, different applications such as Trello or Monday.com. There are a number of them out there. There's also, uh, you know, one for uh, Microsoft Teams. There's a lot of different ways you can track it. And part of that depends on whether you're in one central location or whether you're spread out, or like, for example, if, if I'm working with a practice and we're far away from each other, we'll set up different methods for tracking all of the implementation for that. So that's your uh, sixth step is determining that reporting structure and the frequency for, for that reporting structure. And the seventh is uh, to establish your uh, your preferred communication methods. So is it via those Trello or Monday.com, via those boards? Is it via a Google document? Is it via email? Is it via a Zoom meeting? Is it via telephone, whatever is going to work best in terms of your communication method, you want to make sure that you set that up. If you're all on site, then maybe you're doing live meetings. That's awesome. But you want to make sure that you have that set up. So those are the seven steps to follow to successfully implement a new revenue stream into your practice. There are some other considerations that I encourage you to just uh, take a look at. The one is setting up systems. Once you uh, establish your new revenue stream and you get it rolling, you want whoever's taking the lead or whoever's most involved in it to develop sort of what's that streamlined system from a marketing perspective into implementation and tracking and uh, you know the whole point of sale depending on what it is that you're implementing. So you want to have a system in place and, and document that. It's something that will change over time but once you have that system in place it's easier to tweak versus feeling like you're starting from scratch and on a hamster wheel every single day trying to figure out what's going on. The other thing is, as I mentioned, uh, tracking that financial system separately and making sure you monitor your return on investment for that. 
The other consideration is facility planning. Maybe you're adding something that's uh, gonna require some modification in your facility. So it may be a retail store, it might be something for a new service. If you're doing, uh, if you're, you've talked to me and you've implemented UltraSlim, maybe you, you need to have a room for that and that sort of thing. So you may end up needing to do uh, some of that sort of thing as well. Facility planning. A lot of times it doesn't require a lot, um, but oftentimes there is. For some practices I work with, they're starting brand new practices and so it's a whole new facility from the ground up, which is really fun and exciting. Uh, but facility planning is another consideration. And then also what is your marketing pr marketing and promotion plan uh, for this new revenue stream? It, what's your internal and external? So what is your internal in terms of communication, signage, all that sort of thing? What's your external in terms of your social media and any advertising that you wanna do? And that sort of thing and how you're marketing it externally to your referring uh, partners, referring physicians, that sort of thing. And then finally, if you need to take a look at staffing, oftentimes you can implement a new revenue stream in your practice and not require additional staffing. It just may be some, someone who wants a challenge or moving around some responsibilities. It all depends on how big the new endeavor is. So I hope you found this helpful. Remember, you do have a free tool with every one of these uh, trainings that I do. You just have to go to uh, weightlosspracticebuilder.com forward slash free. You will find them there. There's some from this a whole month and also other previous months. So feel free to download that. Reach out to me if I can be of assistance. Carol, K-A-R-O-L at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. And these are the seven steps and also those other considerations. If I can be of any other help, just you can also sign up for an opportunity audit. I do those as well. And I look forward to talking with you soon. In the meantime, Take care.